0: Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College, and you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby.
1: 906, as I said in the LitcoMetals.com studio, welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, a Thursday, July 21 edition of the program. Let me explain what will happen on today's show. We'll take a look at a rather warm North Mississippi forecast here in moments. Then we'll talk about Northwest Community College and Amazon, how they are teaming up together. We'll do that. Introduce you, at least just in uh, in name, to the new women's basketball coach at NWCC. I'm sure we'll have him on the program at some point soon. And we will stick into the theme of sports with our two guests on the show today. Women's soccer coach James Beatty will be back on. James has been on a couple of times. He's getting ready to enter year three, coming off of a historical soccer season at Northwest. So we'll get James on here in the next segment. And then when we're done, former baseball player Ryan Lee. I want to talk to Ryan about his time at NWCC, how it prepared him academically as well as on the field of play to continue playing baseball at Arkansas Little Rock. So we'll talk with Ryan Lee at the back end of the program. And then we'll head you off into the rest of the Super Talk Radio Day. Hope we're doing Okay. Get ready for a warm one as we have 97 for the afternoon high. The heat advisory continues. All right, Northwest has announced they've been selected as an education partner for Amazon's Career Choice Program. And what that would do is NWCC would provide Amazon's hourly employees access to all of Northwest's academic programs and pathways. Now, Amazon's Career Choice Program is an educational benefit that Gives their employees a chance to learn new skills for career success at Amazon or anywhere else for that matter. So the program meets individual learners in their educational journey throughout different uh, parts of education and upskilled opportunities, full college tuition, industry certifications that's designed to help those in demand jobs, and foundational skills uh, such as English language profici- proficiency, uh, high school. Diplomas, GEDs. Uh, in the U.S., Amazon is investing $1.2 billion to upskill more than 300,000 employees by 2025 and help move them into higher paying and in demand jobs. So, Northwest and Amazon teaming together now for Amazon's Career Choice Program. Good deal. Northwest hired a new women's basketball coach. It is Lotero Williams. Many of you will recognize that name. Lotero went to high school at Oxford, played basketball at Northwest Community College under then head coach Mark Dukes, moved to Ole Miss, played a couple of years, and then overseas for a while. He played in the 1990s. Uh, There on the Sinatobi campus. Well, he's the new women's basketball coach at NWCC. That was confirmed on Tuesday. 14 years of coaching experience. He's had two previous stops within Mississippi in the MACCC. And he most recently was the head women's basketball coach at East Central Community College. Actually, in one of the games that I I did and streamed on NWCCRangers.com, was against East Central and got a chance to sit down prior to the game and, and catch up with the old friend, Lateral. So it's good to have him back home, so to speak. He spent four seasons in Decatur, 43 wins, and an 18-6 and six overall mark in 2018-2019, most wins by a first-year head coach in the East Central program history. He had them ranked in the top 25, also in some Region 23 postseason appearances. Had a, a semifinal run, in fact, in Region 23 and the 2020 Twenty-one season and so he will be moving uh back into the area and good to have lotero williams back into the five-star city he will be the new women's basketball coach there the text message line is 662-426-1093 662-426-1093 you can also go to the facebook page north mississippi spotlight with gary darby you can reach out on twitter at gdarb 65 Stream the program at supertalknorthms.com. Use your Alexa device. Just keep the radios on 93.7. Supertalk's home in North Mississippi. It's all about Northwest Community College today.
0: You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Supertalk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour.
1: Coming up in the second half of the program, we'll talk with Ryan Lee. He played baseball at Northwest. We're going to catch up discussing his time at NWCC and moving on to Arkansas Little Rock. But now we get a chance to catch up with our friend, the women's soccer coach at Northwest Community College, James Beatty's back on the program. James, coach, how are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Things are great. It's good to catch up with you and, and get an opportunity to talk about your club. Before we talk about on the field, the season that was and what you expect, can we talk about what your club did academically, where it was named... Um, for for what it did as the women's academic team of the year in NJCAA soccer, that ha- I know I know we li- we like wins, coach, uh, and we like doing that on the field. But what your team accomplished in the classroom? Could you expand on that just a little bit?
2: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the <clears throat> the goes last year we were the named the NJC All Academic team of the year. Um, the GPA that we finished with. Um, was around about a 3.6, 3.6 overall together for the fall and spring semester. So um, within the soccer program at the college, we really zone in on the academics piece of it. Um, I came through the junior college route myself, so I kind of know that the expectations of attaining a high GPA, getting into the societies like the Phi Phi Kappa, to make your marketability to transfer to a four-year college, even higher than what it is with your playing abilities on the field. Um, at the end of the day, the, the the young athletes that I'm I'm coaching are student athletes. Student comes first, you know, their degree is going to last them for the rest of their life. The athletic part is just a bonus that, you know, some of them may play after college at the professional level, but um, for the majority of them, their, their, their collegiate um, expeditions are probably going to stop after their two or four years, so making sure that their academics are taken care of is is first and foremost uh, the most important thing when it comes to the the program here at Northwest Women's Soccer.
1: Well, I would assume when you're in that recruiting process, as you just mentioned, you're discussing that a lot, moms especially have to like the fact that you're talking to their daughter about coming to their program, not just to win uh, in the world of soccer, but to win otherwise. That has to be a big pitch for you in a recruiting process.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's something that that, um, whenever we've got recruits on campus, we kind of have said that, you know, this is a big part of the program. I think as well, iron sharpens iron. So if we're we're holding everyone accountable to the the same standard, it's really easy to get on board with it. Um, You know, parents want, you know, first and foremost, their kids to be looked after, their kids to – Achieve stuff on the field, but most importantly, you know they all know that the long-term gain is is potentially uh, a degree, either a two-year degree from here at Northwest or moving on to a four-year institution to pick up their four-year degree, which then stands them in good stead for the rest of their career um, and you know for the rest of their life. Hopefully,
1: talking with coach and the season starts with some exhibition games coming up in the month of August. We will get to that here. In just a few, but but last season, 15-3-1, the most single-season victories in women's soccer at Northwest. We spoke before the season last year, and I don't think we really you know, broke down goals as far as winning and losing, but for you, moving a program from year one into year two and what you wanted to do there. And then all of a sudden, Coach, it becomes a historical season. Can you take us back to last year and, and, and what it was like to go through that in year two?
2: Yeah, um, it was kind of a unique experience. Like, I I got hired in December of 2020, um, and then 2021 was the spring COVID season, so it was kind of thrown right into it in that regard. So I had back-to-back seasons with the spring 21 and then going into the fall 21. I knew when I recruited the girls for fall 21 that we had a really good base, a really good team. You know, we brought players in that had never... um, Never really been the junior college route before. We, you know, we brought in girls from New Mexico. We brought in some Division One transfers. We really elevated the the standard of player that we were bringing in. Um, and then I think we had a really good culture from the start of the season to the end of the season. We were all aligned in what we wanted to do academically and athletically. Uh, I think that's really big. That's something that I'm always kind of trying to preach: is aligning every player within the team individually and collectively so you know certain we do individual development plans which is basically you know an individual an individualistic goal for the season and then we we created collective goals for the season um and you know our, our collective goal last year was to finish ranked within the nation and uh, have the best record that Northwest has ever had and we achieved both with uh, in terms of the nation last year we finished fifth in the nation in the United soccer coaches pool and um, we, we, you know, we like what you said. We created the the most winning season that the programs ever had. So it, it was kind of it was good to set out the goals and achieve the goals. Um, I had a really good a really good group of girls with us that that made it easy to come into work every day, and they were wanting to get better. And the culture that we set was a a really good culture to be part of.
1: I know you lost some to four year schools after last season, but what does the roster look like going into this year?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I think the roster going into this year is stronger than the one we had last year, and that's crazy to say, because <laughs> last year we had such a good season. But the roster going into this year, we've got, I think, 20 new players. Um, all 20 are players that I've recruited for the last year and a half, so it's players that I've really been able to get relationships with um, and kind of foster. Um, you know, relationships with parents as well, which I think is important. Just to align that aspect of it. Um, we've got four, last year we had one girl from New Mexico. This coming year we got three girls from New Mexico. Um, we've had two Division One transfers, and then you know we've picked up a lot of good in-state kids. So I think the team going into this year is is going to be is going to be good. I think I think we've got um, you know I think we've got a good chance to potentially make history again.
1: Competition, coach. I mean, you know this, right? You, with all the competition, it's got to make you better. If you're if you're a deeper team, you're going to be a better team when you actually get the match started.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's something. This year is unique. I think we've got you know the full roster from the first player to the last player can come on at any given minute and, and give us something different. And I think that's what's unique. The reality is, is you know, soccer in college is a, a short season. You start in August and you end in November. And there's a lot, a lot of games in that meantime. So I think utilising the full squad and just being able to give every player different roles at different points of the season is, is kind of the direction that we're potentially going to head this season. So super excited for the upcoming season. I think we've got a lot of tools in a lot of different areas and, um, yeah, excited to get to work again.
1: Your exhibition games are Delta State, Christian Brothers University, and Harding University. How do you hope to use those three, and how will you use those three to kind of see what your team is?
2: Yeah, I think that the purpose of day three is intentional. Like, obviously, that's three four-year Division Two schools. All three programs are very successful. All three programs have got very good coaches. So I think for, for me, going into this season... You know, I wanted to test ourselves early against top competition. Um, How I see us doing, I see us competing in all three games. Um, I see us utilizing a lot of players, trying different systems, you know, trying different um, players in different positions throughout their three games to really get together what we're looking to do for that first um, non-conference game against National Park College on August 27th. So, their three games are kind of together that... that, uh, That um, standard check early on within the season.
1: Tell us about your new uh, just a couple of questions and then I'll I'll let you go. Tell us about your new facility on campus and what that's like.
2: Oh yeah, I mean the new facility, I mean we're lucky here at Northwest. Dr. Heindel, the administration, the board, they really back us. Um, I think, you know having this facility is going to be a huge huge um, advantage to our student athletes that come here at Northwest. I mean, we've, we're going to have everything. We're going to have a uh, girls' locker room, men's locker room. We're going to have a media room. Um, you know, We've got coaches' offices there. We're going to have a storage room where we can store all all our stuff down there. So <clears throat> I think the fact that we've got the new facility, I think it's going to be probably the best facility within the region. Um and yeah, we're super excited. We're ready to move in. Um, it's definitely going to be a game changer in moving this program even further forward.
1: Well, coach, uh, I kind of follow around on on all the social media sites. I know you've had a lot of family time. You you brought family across into the U.S. and got a chance to to do some things with them and i know that as well you and the wife amanda expecting that first child in january it's been a, a lot of family time for you and congratulations on on the upcoming little boy is that is that what we we have right that
2: that's what we've got little boy so if he's anything like me he's going to be chaos <laughs> yes going to be absolute chaos look
1: i the the the, the youngest of mine um, I'm getting everything that I gave my parents back. I'm just telling you. I'm <laughs> getting it. My,
2: my, my mom and dad were over. They said the exact same thing. They were saying if it's anything like you, it's payback.
1: <laughs> well, best of luck in that regard of life, too. And I want to thank you for being on the show, talking with us about your soccer program. And we'll look forward to that season coming up here August 13th for the first of the exhibition games. Coach, thanks.
2: Thank
1: you so much, sir. You have a great day. You too. That's our friend and the head coach of the Northwest women's soccer team, James Beatty. on. 15-3-1, you know, he took over, and as he mentioned, he had to deal with the COVID situation and in recruiting and doing things and building, and then last season doing something that the soccer program had not done, finished in the national rankings. They were in there all season long, and as he finished fifth in the NJCAA Division II poll, as he mentioned, plus – the academic team of the year for that GPA, which was over 3.6. On the pitch and in the classroom, Coach James Beatty and company getting it done. The exhibition season, as I mentioned, has Delta State in Cleveland on August the 13th on a Saturday. They will then play uh, Christian Brothers in Memphis on the 15th and finish up in Searcy, Arkansas, against Harding. So going on the road to play those exhibition games as well. And then the regular season begins, as you mentioned, against National Park College, which will be in Sinatobia on August the 27th. So that is where they will start as far as the regular season is concerned. And then their first MACCC game, Mississippi game, which counts in the conference, will be against Jones College. And that's the team that finished the Northwest season a year ago in the playoffs, and so when you look at the teams that play uh, in Mississippi, you know those teams are Jones, East Central, Pearl River, Hines, Holmes, Mississippi Gulf Coast, and Southwest Mississippi. They'll then play uh, Meridian and Itawamba, along with Colen to finish it up. So not not every school has soccer uh, in the Mississippi Community College world, but Northwest and the women's soccer team coming off of. A record season, and as he mentioned, maybe a deeper team to get ready for another historic run in 2022. We thank Coach for doing this once again. It's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Ryan Lee's on the other side.
0: This hour is everything Northwest. Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662 426 1093.
1: Well, we do want to thank again the head women's soccer coach, James Beatty, for being on the program. Of course, as you noticed uh, with his accent, He's not from around here, right? But he's doing a great job on the pitch, and coaching the women's soccer team on and off the field and doing great things there. The next young man is originally from Cleveland, Tennessee, made his way to Northwest Community College to play a little baseball. He's now going to be off and going to Arkansas. Little Rock, we're going to introduce you to Ryan Lee on the program. Ryan, it's Gary Darby and the Ranger Hour. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. It's uh, it's nice of you to give us some time and, and talk with us a little bit about a couple of things, Ryan, and, and, and let's begin with this. I know you started your career at Union University, right, and then came to Northwest. So what drew you, first of all, uh, to Northwest Community College? What brought you to Cenotopia?
3: Well, um, back at Union, I guess I played with a couple of guys that are, you know, from the Mississippi Juco um, state, I guess. And uh, uh, back whenever I told them, you know, I was parting ways at Union. They were all telling me to go to go to Northwest, go to Northwest. And honestly, at the time, I had never heard of Northwest. <laughs> and uh, my summer coach actually reached out to Coach Carson, and uh, it uh, turned out that he had – two out-of-state spots left and one of them he needed a catcher and he needed a catcher that he could only have for one year and it just kind of seemed perfect so whenever I came down to Sinatopia for my visit you know everything just it just felt like a home right off the bat and that's really what drew me to Northwest was just you know it felt like it was a home and it was exactly what I felt like was needed here.
1: Well, and then you hit 4 12 doubles, 16 home runs, 52 batted in, and 902 slugging percentage. I think it kind of worked out, didn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I was, I'm very thankful
3: for it. Absolutely.
1: And it, it it's going to move you on to Arkansas Little Rocket. We'll talk about that in a moment, but I do want to ask you about Coach Carson and about coach selby and take it however you know you want because i know coach selby was more of a a hitting coach and dealing with you from that regard and ryan i remember in in the early days for me doing radio and things and doing games where coach carson was pitching coach selby was playing and and selby hit some bombs out of that field that you played on there he rolled a couple up next to the coliseum uh, uh e- easy can he still swing it like that and what did you learn from coach Selby at the plate
3: uh, I mean I'm pretty sure he can still swing it like that he looks like he times, can he'll just mess around <laughs> with some fungo and he'll 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 put him out there but uh I guess the biggest thing I learned from coach Selby was uh was my mental game he uh he really he really bought into making me believe in myself and he really helped me believe in myself a lot. And, um, you know, that was the thing. I remember all these conversations we'd have late night whenever I was in the cages. Uh, I felt like I was struggling a little bit and he'd just, he'd come up to me and, you know, he'd just calm me down a little bit and just he'd reassure me that I'm, I'm capable to do anything that I can put my mind to. And, uh, once once I got that, that's when everything started clicking. And you know, there's there's some mechanical things he helped helped me with as well. But um, I'd say the biggest thing was just really pushing me to believe in myself and try to be the best baseball player I can be every day.
1: I know we talked. To, I just mentioned the power numbers, but you were more than that. I mean, you obviously with the 402 average, we're doing. More than just doubles and 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 home runs, I saw you opposite way a lot of times and doing things and actually run well for a catcher as well. you've got a lot of the aspect to the game you're not just the power guy. Do you agree with me there or is the old radio guy wrong uh
3: no sir I, I agree with you there uh, you know I wish I was a little bit faster, a little bit quicker, <laughs> but you know I'll, uh, I'll take what the Lord gave me and uh, I'll just try to use you know, what I, what I have there for it, but yes, sir.
1: What did it mean to you to win the MACCC player of the year and to get those all American honors? I mean, you, you mentioned that you were coming in, just trying to extend your career. Uh, one year as a catcher at Northwest and boom, you have the season that you had. What did that mean to you, Ryan?
3: I mean, you know, it was, uh, it was really special. You know, I came off a, uh, I came off a, um, a rough year at union. I felt like, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of let some people get get in my head and destroy my confidence a little bit. So, you know, coming, coming to Northwest and getting my confidence back up and getting, getting those awards, you know, of course I got to give, I got to give the glory to God on those, you know, if he doesn't bless me with the talents that he blessed me with, you know, I have absolutely no chance of even winning those awards. So, you know, I'm I'm going to thank him first and then you know I'm going to thank my coaches and my teammates because without them making it fun and just allow me to relax you know i I don't feel like I would have even gotten those awards and so you know i'm I'm grateful for I'm grateful for the awards and uh you know it really they mean a lot to me coming uh, I don't really feel like they're just kind of what they hand out to anybody and you know i just I'm not taking it for granted. I'm just, I'm very thankful for
1: them. Well, you're part of, you, you mentioned your, your your teammates, and you're part of a group. You uh, to Arkansas Little Rock, Caleb Hobson to UT Martin, John Luke Marlin to UAB, Connor Spencer to Southeastern Louisiana, uh, Zach Willingham to South Alabama, and Connor Presley uh, to Delta State. You guys, you know, obviously had a, a solid season last year, and, and to and to see your teammates move and do that. How much will you guys stay in touch going in the different worlds and things in that season that you've had and put together the friendships that you have, I guess is what I'm talking about. You think you guys will kinda of stick together and just kinda of follow along what's going on in the in the Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi world that, that you guys now will be playing?
3: Oh, absolutely I do. Yes, sir. You know, um, I guess me and Caleb Hobson will be in the same conference. Right. Uh, we'll play against each other once or twice, I think, uh, this next year. And, um, you know, I've really kept up with everybody uh, so far this summer. You know, we all still talk in our old group message, and, you know, we all still share some laughs together. And so, You <laughs> know, Connor was my roommate, so I feel like I'll I'll stay together with him a little bit. And, you know, I just – I really love – I really enjoy talking to all those guys and – you know, just having a blast with them. So I, re- I, really do feel like, you know, we'll all stay in contact and keep each other up to date on how our stuff's going. And, you know, I can't wait to see what what the, what's what that is like with those guys. Look, I, I know, it's be awesome.
1: I know Connor can't defend himself, but if you were at the plate and Connor Spencer was throwing a 94 mile per hour fastball, who wins? You or him? <laughs>
3: i mean i'd like to say i'd win uh, that's what that's what coach shelby would want me to say that's right
1: um, that's right having but, uh, some fun with ryan uh, um yeah that look that guy i saw him several times uh you know bump that thing there in the mid-90s and 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 good 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 on him to to go to sea and and finish so arkansas little rock is next but what are you doing this summer Do you take a little time off you still playing anywhere what are you doing to prepare for what's next
3: uh, I'm actually still still playing baseball. Uh, I'm playing up in um, in Fulton, Kentucky. Uh, it's a nice little small town up here in the uh, Fulton Railroaders in the uh, Ohio Valley League. Uh, I was playing with I'm actually playing with Landon Rogers, um, yeah, yeah. C.J. Lofton, and Blake Loper up here. So I'm still I'm still with a couple of Northwest guys, and uh, you know we're just having fun playing ball and uh, I think we're actually getting ready to start playoffs here this weekend, so it's going to be pretty fun.
1: Excellent. I'll leave you with this because, yes, you played baseball. Yes, you did great things there. But this, this program, this hour that I do on Thursdays, is about Northwest Community College as a whole. So from the academic part of it, what did that do for you as well, Ryan? The class size, the things that it did, and now getting you ready to carry yourself to Little Rock to finish up your, your academic and your athletic career. How did Northwest help you?
3: I mean, you know, the, the small classes really, I felt like, helped me a lot. Um, you know, they were – I felt like the professors were more intent with us. Um, and, you know, I felt like the professors really knew what they were talking about everywhere. And – uh yeah, you know, no professor really thought that they were above the law like mm-hmm. you get yeah. with a lot of professors nowadays and uh you know they just made it they made it really easy to study and come to class and you know they everything I'm not saying that academics was easy but you know it was it was easy to want to go to class I guess is the best best way to put it.
1: Sure. Well, look, I appreciate your time today. Good luck uh, for the rest of the summer season. And then over at UALR, uh, a good place, fun place, and I hope your career continues to go in the path to where, well, one of these days. Look, I'm now, and I don't want to give my age away. I've been waiting to hear my name in the MLB draft for a lot of years, Ryan, and it's it's never happened. And and I guess I guess it won't. But 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 at some point, hopefully, that career uh, lands you there as well, and we'll be keeping up with you uh, throughout your baseball career. Thanks for doing this for us, buddy, and good luck.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Ryan Lee is with us. Made his way to Northwest Community College and put on quite a show behind the plate, handling the pitching, and then hitting four oh two, being named the MACCC Player of the Year. Extra base hits all over the place. And when I say he hit some tanks, he hit some unbelievable shots in the times that I saw in some of those home games that I got to do on NWCCRangers.com. Good job in the discussion today women's soccer coach James Beatty, and then Ryan Lee. And Ryan, again, will be going to take on uh, the world at Arkansas Little Rock next after his summer. And as he mentioned, uh, Arkansas Little Rock moving conferences. Uh, they're actually going to be in the Ohio Valley, and so that's why uh, they'll be taking on Caleb Hobson, who is as he mentioned, will be going to UT Martin. Rangers everywhere. Coach Carson, Coach Selby, Coach Carlini pumping them out and putting them into the four-year schools and still – winning a lot of baseball games at NWCC. Good luck to Ryan. Our program comes back in just a few moments. We'll finish it up for the day that is Thursday, July 21, and we'll prepare you for tomorrow. Hold on.
0: We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093.
1: Please do those things. Stay in touch with the program however you can. And again, thanks to our guests, James and Ryan, for being on and talking with us about women's soccer. And then the baseball program. And how it helped Ryan academically and and then athletically as well to move on into what is next in his world. Tomorrow on the program, TJ Cates is going to be back on, and we're going to get into some things going on in the Horn Lake area. You may remember when he was was with us, we talked about several things and what he wanted to do, including the nature park and honoring the Chickasaw Nation, and that is has moved uh, in transformed a little bit so we're going to talk with tj about that and maybe what else he might be doing there in the horn lake area as well so we do have tj kates coming on the program around 9 15 in the morning and we'll discuss what's happening there plus other things happening in the world of north mississippi and i appreciate you guys uh, being around and being a part of it and coming up later we'll have middays with gerard You'll hear from Captain Chris Turnipseed of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. He'll talk car seat and child safety. The heat warnings going on in the summer. You know, obviously the the stories tragically come out every year about young children left in the vehicles. And so we'll talk about that. You'll hear that on the program with Captain Chris Turnipseed, Mississippi Highway Patrol, along with Gerard. And then at noon, Getty Israel, who is founder and CEO of Sisters in Birth, will talk about abortion and women's health care in Mississippi. That is middays with Gerard coming up. When that is done at 1 o'clock in a Mississippi Minute happens with Steve Azar. Today, Steve will have Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey on the program. Steve Azar, presented by VisitMississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday on most Supertalk Mississippi stations, Supertalk.fm, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, which, by the way, this program will be in podcast form coming up a little bit later on. We'll have that up anywhere you find your podcast. You'll find the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour coming up later as well. Heat advisory, friends. We've got that working until the night. 97, the uh, the afternoon high. 70 of the overnight low, but the heat index will once again be around 110. So drink the liquids, stay inside if you can, check everyone the elderly, uh, my age, younger, uh, youngsters, uh, the pets. Watch out for everybody because another hot one in store again today. We're in the mid 80s, 97 today, about the same tomorrow. 95 on Saturday, 94 on Sunday, and I don't see anything below 92 until over a week from now forecast. And Now, that can change, obviously, throughout time, uh, but we're in for a warm finish to the month of July. And as I mentioned at the very first part of the show, the Weather Service had told us that not only will we have You know, the hot today, the heat indices getting uh, into not just triple digits, but up there in the triple digits is that we're going to get a, quote, cold front going to stall out over the top of us here this afternoon. And so the pop up showers that we might get along the way could be some pretty severe pop up showers today. Robust is what they call them. So they, being the National Weather Service, (laughs) will have uh, that to watch out for today as well. So keep your your eyes open, your ears open, and then, of course, just stick around with us right here uh, each and every day between 9 and 10. You know, we have lots of good things we we discuss, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, tomorrow, uh, whatever, from 9.06 until we get ready to get done here uh, discussing the things in North Mississippi. You know, we... We had our friends from Starwood Vacations on on Tuesday yesterday in building our future. We went in the economic development world, but in the education world, with the Soto County Superintendent Corey Elselton. today, all Northwest Community College, where we gave you some academic but a lot of sports news. And then tomorrow we're going to talk about things going on in DeSoto County and the and the good things in a 400 acre. Uh, Plots and things that are happening in in Horn Lake and in DeSoto County, and we'll push forward into our next week, and which we'll have other things and good things to discuss in the world of North Mississippi. So, if there is something that maybe I've missed or you know we've talked about on the show before, and you need to reach out, to, just reach out, and we'll get you on. Uh, I I really appreciate it when people do that, and and the the easy way to do that is, uh, if you want, uh, reach out in the social media world. You can go to the Facebook page. A lot of people do that. And talk to me on North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby at GDARB65 on Twitter. The line, text message-wise, into the litcometal.com studio is four two six one zero nine three. 1093 Or hopefully you've got straight to the old uh, GDARB phone or the bat phone. I've been watching a lot of the old Batman shows. It's, I've, I've plugged that into the... Uh, the viewing pleasure at the end of the night. I forgot how bad some of those were with uh, with Adam West and Bert Ward and um, Burgess Meredith playing the Penguin last night. In the one, I still laugh and and have fun and enjoyed it. But woo, bad. Uh, anyway, I, I got off topic there. Get in touch with us. We'll be sure to get what's going on in your portion of the Super Talk ninety three point seven World out to the public as best we can. Gerard is next. This show is done. Another Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour in the books. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will as well. So long.